When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good evening, Rifters. This is Rifts and Rules, the 5e D&D podcast where we go to the many 5e books and talk about various rules and enhance your gameplay experience. I'm Nathan, the Dungeon Master of Riftwake. And I'm Remy, a player on Riftwake and a Dungeon Master myself. And today we're here to talk about inspiration. Uh, finally. This is definitely one of those topics where it's just looking at the list and realize, oh shit, we haven't talked about that one yet. Oops. But anyway, so Nathan, tell me what is inspiration? It's something you need to make art. I mean, that, I don't think that that's true at all. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, so inspiration is a thing that a dungeon master gives to his players very occasionally for as a reward for doing a good roleplay thing. Impressive. Almost every word of that was wrong. Or, at the very least, incomplete. <laughs> Unfortunately, what you just said is what most people think inspiration is, which is disappointing, because inspiration is definitely one of those things that is a very good idea for a rule that just isn't well understood well at all. And that is from both the player and DM side of things. And weirdly enough, I can't say this for certain, but my theory, at least, is that most people like more people for certain have read the player's handbook compared to the Dungeon Master's Guide. So I think that most people only know about it from the very, very brief bit that it is mentioned in the player's handbook and have no idea that there actually is a rather substantially larger section in the Dungeon Master's Guide that talks about it. So from the player's handbook side, though, Inspiration is a rule that the Game Master can use to reward you for playing your character in a way that's true to his or her personality traits, ideal, bond, and flaw. Okay, so using those things on your character sheet that you picked during character creation, but you may not have. A lot of people when building character sheet don't pick a personality trait, ideal, bond, and flaw. Not to mention the fact that even if you did, your dungeon master may not know that you have one of those things, so the fact that that's the only thing that's mentioned, well, that's not ideal. But anyway, uh, moving on from that for a moment. Uh, the next section in the player's handbook, gaining inspiration. Your DM can choose to give you inspiration for a variety of reasons. Typically, DMs award it when you play out your personality. Come on, they're just saying the same fucking thing one paragraph later. Gah. Uh, anyway, it, it goes on, though, blah, blah, blah. You either have inspiration or you don't. You can't stockpile multiple inspirations for later use. Now, this is one that is another very important point, and it is one that I personally rather heartily disagree with. However, that is something that I'm just going to put a bookmark in for the moment and will be talking about later on when I talk about my views of implementation of inspiration. Anyway, back to the player's handbook yet again. Using inspiration. If you have inspiration, you can expend it when you make an attack roll, 
saving throw, or ability check. Spending your inspiration gives you advantage on that roll. Additionally, if you have inspiration, you can reward another player for good role-playing, clever thinking, or simply doing something exciting in the game. When another player character does something that really contributes to the story in a fun and interesting way, you can give up your inspiration to give that character inspiration. Do you notice something interesting in that paragraph, Nathan? No, what is it? So, two points. First things first, by rules as written here, the only thing that inspiration is useful for is to give advantage on a single d20 roll. So, by rules as written, that is what inspiration is for. But the other important thing, though, it mentions that the DM will award a player inspiration for playing out your personality traits. However, it then lists that you can give up your inspiration to another player for good role-playing, clever thinking, doing something exciting. That seems like a better reason to give inspiration! Why isn't that mentioned on the DM side as being the reason you give it? Well, um... That's dumb! Somebody wrote something, and then they forgot. And somebody else wrote the next paragraph? (laughs) Yeah, sure. Let's use that. I mean, maybe, but for fuck's sake! It's right there in the next fucking paragraph! That makes so much more sense instead of this very, very specific thing from the DM side. Good role-playing, clever thinking, or just doing something exciting! Those three are so much more interesting, more useful, more rewarding! It's basically saying, reward the person when they do something cool! Yes! Do that! I mean, isn't that... Isn't that what most DMs use, like, use inspiration for? They should, but that's not what the book says in that first section. And a lot of DMs do try to just follow the rules as written, but even still, how often do you yourself actually just give inspiration when someone just does something cool instead of just the occasional time you remember? Mm, yeah. Yeah, like how often do you even give inspiration? Let's actually talk about that as a tangent real quick. I've maybe given inspiration like five times on the show, and that's a stretch. Yeah, and we're now into uh, arc three of the show, (laughs) going for more than a year. Maybe like 50, 60 episodes by now? Yeah, and yeah, I don't even know if you've actually given it even up to five times. Like that may even be high. Yeah, I think it's more like three or four. Yeah, you do not give it often. And that's interesting for another reason that, again, we'll go back to in just a moment. So all that that I just read, like I did paraphrase bits here and there, but that is it for what is in the player's handbook. That is the sum total of information that most people are probably aware of when it comes to inspiration. So that's unfortunate, because now let's go ahead and move on to the Dungeon Master's Guide side of things, which actually has something like two pages or so on inspiration instead of just that brief couple of paragraphs, which is honestly just uh, a facepalm kind of moment. (laughs) All right. So on the other hand, here in the Dungeon Master's Guide, awarding inspiration is an effective way to encourage role playing and risk taking. As explained in the player's handbook, having inspiration gives a player an obvious benefit being able to gain advantage. Uh, Remember, though, that they can only have one at a time. So uh, this is a weird way to phrase things. Awarding inspiration. Think of inspiration as a spice that you can use to enhance your campaign. 
Some DMs forego using inspiration, while others embrace it as a key part of the game. If you take away anything from this section, remember this golden rule. Inspiration should make the game more enjoyable for everyone. Award inspiration when players take risks that make the game more exciting, amusing, or memorable. As a rule of thumb, aim to award inspiration to each character once about once per session of play over time you might want to award inspiration more or less often at a rate that works best for your table you might use the same rate for your entire career or you might change it each campaign well that's something ain't it nathan yeah but most players like don't do something interesting every you know every game you sir are a prick uh i'm just saying some people don't even speak during the fucking game so if someone doesn't speak, maybe you should reward them when they speak to try to encourage them to speak using this tool in your DM toolbox to reward behavior you want to encourage. Uh, you, sir, have a point. Thank you. Ah, like inspiration is one of those things that like I really do and really like the idea of it because it is meant to be a mechanical way a DM encourages specific behavior. And yet it just isn't for the most part. It is like an afterthought at best for most DMs that I've at least played fifth edition with. And that's just disappointing. But it is right here in the Dungeon Master's Guide. Aim to award to each character about once per session of play. That is infinitely more than you yourself do. Honestly, that's more than I myself do. But... It is just an interesting thing to think about. And again, just goes back to that same point I was mentioning a moment ago. Use inspiration at your table as a reward for things you want to encourage. That is the simplest way that I can put it in terms of how I think that you should use inspiration in your games. So let's say then, okay, you mentioned a moment ago that there are some people who just don't talk at the table. We've talked in the past about player types and that there are some people who are just kind of there to hang out and don't actually say a lot at the table. So, OK, so when that person actually does a thing. Yay. Thanks, Mitch. You said a thing or did a thing. Here's inspiration. <laughs> he just straight out went and said the name. <laughs> yes. I mean, it's not a secret. Anyone who I mean, listens yeah, to Rick would know. <laughs> It's but just this like, is oh, the point. There, there is a, there's a bard. Uh, no, he's a warlock now. I mean, yeah, he is. But... Yes, he is the quietest bard in the world, though. <laughs> yeah, he was. <laughs> anyway, so there's actually a lot more here about like times, like or reasons to give inspiration, and they actually go into rather significant detail in the Dungeon Master's Guide. Here, it would take quite a while for me to just read all of that so i'm just not going to but i am just going to read the bullet point version so you could have re reward inspiration for role playing heroism a reward for victory genre emulation and as a reminder players can also share it or not share it but give it away to another which is another one that i also just very very rarely see so that being said let's dive a little bit more into those categories that I just mentioned. Good role-playing. So, Nathan, what would you say would be a situation that you've seen where someone could have been awarded inspiration? I mean, recently I was inspiration for, um, if I remember, someone making a 
it's all making a character choice not to do something that as a player they wanted to do but as a character they wouldn't have yeah so to be a little more specific about that situation one of the characters that i've played on Riftwake was not very smart he is a character with six intelligence and judging by the fact that i rant constantly about DD here on this show i think that you all can realize by now that i'm rather knowledgeable about how DD works and oh yet, what a surprise and yet this character very much was not so there was a situation last session where yeah there was an obvious smart thing to do based on the situation at hand that i remy knew but my character didn't so it wouldn't be proper role-playing for me to have my character do the thing because that would be metagaming and that's something i endeavor not to do so that was one of the rare handful of times that nathan did recognize oh yes this is a good time to award inspiration and he did and i appreciate that and that is a nice you know dopamine release for me to get recognition for the fact that i did make that conscious choice to play my character instead of you know the optimum act in the situation so next up heroism this is actually one that i also appreciate and would like to see more of so there are times where characters will make a ballsy choice to try to just pull off a plan whether it's a smart plan or a scheme or what have you, like players make choices that the DM does not expect that can take the game in rather interesting directions. So one rather infamous one would be uh, Caden's character, Gorif. Um, what was he said? I panicked. So there was a situation <laughs> where he pet his, you know, his character panicked yeah. and made a choice that has rather significantly shaped the direction of that character. Now, that very specific example, though, is one that is an interesting choice to me because I myself am a somewhat orderly human being in my game style. So disrupting everything the way that that did is not something that I would want to encourage. However, Nathan loves it when shit goes nuts because that means that he doesn't have to plan things and can just roll along with the shit that the party gets up to. So so for Nathan as the DM of Riftwake, that would have actually been a pretty good opportunity to reward inspiration for just shaking things up a little bit and just all right, I I don't like actually, the moment that, myself, that, that but is... that was ballsy as hell. That that that's actually a good point. Use inspiration to incentivize things that you like as a DM. Yeah, and really, it's that simple. In use it as incentive. Use it relatively frequently. So that actually leads me to the next point. It is mentioned that you can only have inspiration the once. I personally actually disagree with that ruling because if someone has inspiration that they haven't used, then what would be their incentive then to keep doing cool things? Because, I mean, let's be honest, a lot of D&D players are murder hobos. They want that instant reward for the shit that they do. So especially if you are someone who gives more frequent inspiration, you then lose that as a power if they already have it. Because if they can't gain it again, then that just isn't helpful. 
So something that I actually did for my own game is I got rid of that and just made it so that they can stockpile it. And then even further on that you can do more with your inspiration because giving one point of inspiration to be able to get advantage. Sure, that can be convenient, but there's a lot more that you could do with it. So just for funsies, before I talk about what I did, like, do you have any ideas, Nathan, of what you could potentially use inspiration? Well, for I, I just I just ways? thought of a great uh, way to utilize inspiration. Mm -hmm. So rather than having you hit more reliably and so on and so forth, you could have it as a you can use your inspiration to add a damage die to your to, to your damage roll or something like that. So yeah, that you can really sell Yeah, because you could really then sell a um major hit or something like that. Where you're like boom. Okay. Yeah, and honestly, D D is a massively flexible game. So just making shit up about other uses for inspiration just can be a lot of fun. So one that would be potentially more uh, problematic isn't the word I want to use. Controversial. Let's go with that. So advantage is one thing. But what about getting to use inspiration as a reroll? A reroll? Yeah. Like, let's say that you have a point of inspiration and like you have the charismatic bard give this amazing speech, but then they roll a two on the die. That just sucks. And it doesn't necessarily fit like the moment as it happens. So allowing inspiration point to be used to re-roll makes a lot of sense because as powerful as advantage is, like you can still just roll badly and you can still just fail at a moment where based on the build the character has, they arguably shouldn't have failed. And uh, there's honestly an entire separate argument of, OK, if they give a good speech, you shouldn't make them roll in the first place. But a lot of people like doing rolls for everything just because rolling is fun. So in those kinds of situations, using inspiration to do a reroll, I feel can help with those moments to kind of help the flow of the story and still give a reward for the people who do just actually try those things to give such speeches. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Coriant has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Coriant has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Coriant's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Coriant.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Coriant.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.
I do have to say right now, um, like r- real quick, a uh, little tangent. Generally mm-hmm. speaking, it's it's best to ask your dungeon master, like ask your dungeon master if you can do a thing, and then do it rather than like I mean sometimes because <laughs> especially with this, especially with the speech kind of thing because uh-huh. sometimes people just begin the role and then you're like fuck I I can't and you kind of just fuck yourself because I can't just let yes. you do a thing. And then there's other times where people do a thing and then do a role after doing the thing without the dungeon master asking, and it's like, why, why, why are you doing that? Yeah, like you can give this just brilliant speech, and then again, just roll the two, and well, shit. Yeah, you it's, give it's this very amazing much a speech, case, and then you fart loudly. It's very much a case of, as the dungeon master, and especially the way I play, I, I don't, I don't really aim to, um fuck up players intentionally i want like if if they do something good as a player well i'm generally speaking gonna let them do it unless it's like particularly like okay let's see what happens but like you know (laughs) it's it's not a case where i actually want to fuck them over right so it's like yeah so before i talk uh too much more about the way that i do it though what is your thought on having more than one inspiration? Um, on the one inspiration, uh, it's a bit difficult to say because I like the reason why I say that is because um, you never get very often a, a lot of uh tables and whatnot have so like don't might not have support for more inspiration. The big thing for me is just I don't my brain does not have support for more inspiration. <laughs> So um, that that's pretty much the case where um, my reasoning, but the big one is just like a case of, I don't see anything wrong with having more inspiration. I think it's just a, a solid thing that you can do. Um, if someone asked me to do so, yeah, I, 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 I like, sure, I, I would think about it. But, you know, generally speaking, I just stick to how things are most of the time. So, yeah. All right. Yeah, that's actually a fair point. I hadn't quite thought of it that way because... Me being me, I have all of the charts everywhere, so keeping one little extra thing on a character sheet, I didn't even consider as something that some dungeon masters might dislike. So yeah, that's a very fair point, Nathan. Thank you. But anyway, that being said, like I like the idea of just characters and honestly just players taking risks to just try shit and to just... <laughs> have fun playing the game so by continually rewarding that and allowing players to continually just rack up inspiration like i think that that creates a interesting honestly additional like subsystem in the game that a dm could choose to make you know just more uses of inspiration like we were talking about or like honestly you could even go a little bit nuts with it hey nathan take a guess what i did (laughs) what did you do i made a chart (laughs) whoa big surprise yeah so i made plans so that my characters can continually get inspiration but i allow them to do so much more with it so i mentioned the you know idea of using a reroll instead but if you have multiple points of inspiration then why not allow that to be traded in for something even more powerful because again there are those moments where Something should be a risk, but at the same time, you really want it to work for story reasons. So like maybe someone like, you know, a character goes down and the last surviving member of the party has like, you know, two or three points of inspiration and they charge in and try to like take down the last villain 
and then you know they miss their ac by one point and like god like it is just so close to a cinematic moment that it just sucks so what so something that i allowed is that you can trade in two points of inspiration just to have an automatic success so you just have the simple persuasion check succeed you just make you just are able to just have the attack hit just to get that moment that you just ought to have succeed succeed actually i just realized something uh mm. i was listening to what you're saying about like having things just work right mm -hmm. that that might be a good thought for using uh, multiple uh, what do you call it inspirations that's what i just said oh my, i'm dumb never mind bye uh, you, you just don't listen to me i know <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Nathan. <laughs> I'm sad. <laughs> but yes, we're on the same page, though. Using multiple points of inspiration just to do that automatic success would be a fantastic use of having those points. And again, incentivizes players to earn them because knowing that they can have that kind of thing. And oh, uh, actually, tangent, because that reminds me of a very important point. If you change the rules of inspiration, let your players know that this is the case for all homebrew, but it's good to just have this reminder in here. <laughs> Anytime you change the rules, let your players know so that they're not surprised if they try to do something and it doesn't work or if they don't know that they could have done something to help themselves out. Tell your players if you have homebrew rules that might affect them. Uh, and PSA, get off my soapbox for a moment. But anyway, but the thing is, though, what happens, Nathan, if someone just doesn't spend a lot of their inspiration and just racks up some like ludicrous amount over months of real time and they have like 10 points of inspiration banked? What would you let someone do with 10 points Holy of inspiration? Holy shit, that would be baller. <laughs> uh, honestly, I, I would just basically be like, it's... It's essentially a case of, I asked a player, you have 10 inspiration, what do you want to do? <laughs> yeah, that is actually one of the ideas that I do have on my chart. So just, so, oh, what, I don't remember, I don't have it up in front of me because I've logged into my, anyway. Uh, yeah, but basically, you can let them have some minor world build moment. Like, maybe you let them just, like, make up some small fact of the world. Like, okay, like, maybe... <laughs> I don't know, this is just out of my ass. Like, maybe there is just some small island across the world where you make use of, you know, some of the older books of D&D, you know, like the Oriental Adventures. And like, maybe, you, you know, you do have just like someone who loves just katanas and samurai or something like that in your party. And they're like, okay, fine. This is not a standard thing, but they're, but fine. There's this one island in this one place where fine you have you there are samurai there and okay fine if your character can get there then you can get a katana instead of a regular long sword and just like let them have some fun with it but again that's the kind of thing that is really debatable just on your style of dming what kind of thing your players might ask for whether like you just want to do that kind of thing at all like, but that is potentially an option. So honestly, the angle that I prefer to take, though, would be buffs for the character in some form or fashion. So instead of just the world building side to actually directly 
let them do more with more points. So if you can get advantage for one point, potential auto successes, okay, and then maybe a few more points, you could have something like an automatic crit when you want to just really have that amazing character moment where like they charge in and take out the bad guy with that just beautifully timed critical hit and just to make that just perfect cinematic moment of storytelling. But then you go, okay, beyond that, then what? So Nathan, what are some mechanical benefits that you might potentially give a player? And I really wish you wouldn't fucking type while we're, we're recording. I'm sorry, I keep on trying to mute, but I keep but you're it doesn't not. work. My button, my button's fucked. Um, <sighs> mechanical so, thing you can uh, do for players. Inspiration. Yeah. So like many points of inspiration. What are some like mechanical things you could give players? I mean, uh, or give a characters. nice one. Mm-hmm. New character. Wait, what? No, correct. Like, give okay. two characters. Give two characters. Okay. So one one thing I, that just comes to mind instantly, pretty much, is uh like um the, there's very simple ones. that's like okay, your character wants something very specific, and you can use uh inspiration to basically just nudge fate into your favor <laughs> and just be like, okay, by chance, there's this vendor that has exactly the thing you want. You know that kind of thing. You could definitely do that. Another one would be a case where. Uh, use inspiration. You can possibly have a thing where perhaps, let's say, you can create a scenario, create an event. Like I, I know this is being a bit more flexible with it, but basically, That's you can write in details, write in details into the um, scene and so on and so forth. That might give you an advantage. So, like for example, oh, um, it turns out that yeah, in a like. So, like for example, you're playing in an alleyway. You're fighting a fight in the alleyway. The guy burns uh, you. You get burn uh, inspiration, the single inspiration, right? To be like, oh yeah, this alleyway is like chock full of stuff, and so it's a bit more difficult for them to follow me when during this chase scene or something like that. You know, that is a fantastic idea. Giving your players that extra bit to just be able to yes and to just say like, oh yeah, there's you know all this junk in the alley or. You know, oh, we're trapped in an alley, you know, burnt inspiration, but this one building has a fire escape that we might be able to scramble up. And then it just becomes like die rolls chase scene instead of just trapped in the alleyway. Like giving your players creative control to yes and can also be a fantastically powerful tool and just a really fun one, too. But one other one, though, and this is something that I allow for 10 inspiration points is to give them a feat or ability score improvement. Because if someone has taken the time and effort to get 10 points of inspiration, that's pretty goddamn significant. And feats are one of the things in the game that can most give creative control to a character like to be more unique in the world. Because there's only so many powers, and there's only or so many subclasses, and just... Feats, I feel, are one of the ways, even more than subclasses, to shape like the style of a character. But what's also fun is that there are a lot of feats that are fun, but not so mechanically handy. And by giving this extra opportunity to earn a feat, that it gives an opportunity for the character to just take some of the fun things to know that they can save their planned ability score improvements and feats to actually give the characters buffs and then to use this for the fun stuff. 
So as an example, like you can take a feat to let your character become telekinetic and just move shit with their mind. And I think that that's awesome. But at the same time, it is almost never like the ideal feat for a character to do that. So if you have just like some wizard character who's incredibly intelligent, but also super lazy, like that could be thematically appropriate, but never mechanically appropriate for the ideal wizard build. So giving a chance to pick feats like that can just be a fantastic reward for players. Hey, no, no, we're not done. I was just waiting for you to respond. Oh, that sounds that sounded like an end. But... It sounded like it, but it's not. We're not done yet. Fuck. Uh, no, but I am curious. Like, do you think that that is a reasonable reward or do you think that that could be argued to be too powerful? I, I think it could be too powerful depending on how you use it, but definitely a case to be good. Like, like the case is that, I mean, the whole point of inspiration is something that gives your players an advantage that you freely give to them. And it's very much a case, probably going to be a case by case basis for most DMs. True. And honestly, like an argument could be made, but this complicates things a bit. Like maybe you could say like for 10 points, you just get a utility feat and then maybe you make it harder and it's like 15 points to get like a combat related feat. Like, honestly, I'd rather not make it that complicated and just kind of trust your players for the intent here. But honestly, even if they do just pick an extra combat feat, okay, that's still a choice to help shape the character. So I personally am okay with that. And I do feel, though, that just giving that massively improved flexibility is a good idea. But again, you know, I do run a very, very high magic world, so your mileage may vary. So one last thing before we wrap up, which is there is a published variant option for inspiration, which is actually another one that I feel is quite interesting. And I'd be shocked if you even heard that this was an option. And I'm sure many of you at home also may not have come across this. And this is straight from the Dungeon Master's Guide. Only players award inspiration. So it is like four paragraphs of text talking about it. But the short version, DMs are busy. And a lot of the time you're not paying as active attention to what the characters are actually saying. You're arranging the shit. You're running the combat. DMs have a lot to fucking do. So the idea of the variant is to have players award inspiration to each other. Like you might have it be like someone does something or says something clever. Then another person at your table says, dude, that's awesome. Take a point of inspiration for that. And then as long as, you know, the majority agree, like you could just have it be like a majority rule situation. So like, let's just say you have two players at the table. So one person suggests it, one person says, yeah, and then great, that person has a point of inspiration. It makes it a lot easier on the DM to not have that be something that they have to pay as much attention to giving out. That's your cue to respond. That, that sounds like a uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that sounds, that sounds right like a yeah. <laughs> just I mean, yeah, like that... <laughs> That that works. Honestly, I don't mind the idea. It's it's very functional, very work, very works. Yes, and yeah. it does save a lot of time. I I think it should be like a not not just this. I I think it should be a balanced system where the DM can still give up inspiration, but the players can do to do so too. Yeah, that way, and if I feel. Hmm? I was just going to say, like, and if you do just keep it to like a majority rule thing, then that helps prevent the kind of thing of just like any person is just constantly giving them out. 
because like, the party themselves would have to, you know, at least majority agree, like, yes, that was a good moment. And then like, but you don't want to restrict it too much and make it like a unanimous thing, because then you would have an asshole like me who would just never let Caden get inspiration just because I want to be contrary. Like, that's that's true. I have my biases. And so do a lot of people. I accept that fact. And that's just the way that I am. So by having it be just like, OK, as long as half agree that that deserves it, then sure, you get the point. And especially if you are playing with the normal rule of single point of inspiration, then it can't even really be abused. So like the worst case scenario, quote unquote, OK, you have a party of four. Four players have inspiration. Big fucking deal. It just gives them advantage. So in summary, even just by using the rules as written version of inspiration, it can be used as a very powerful tool for a DM to reward behavior that they want to encourage. But if you do want to use some kind of variant system, then you could potentially just make it that much more handy. But it really just does come down to use inspiration to reward the behavior that you want to encourage and yourself and all the players at your table can have that much better a time. Thanks for listening to this episode of Riffs and Rules. Please leave us a review and give us five stars on iTunes. Also, support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash riftwakepodcast. Tiers start as low as a dollar, and even that much really helps us out. Supporters get benefits such as behind-the-scenes content, early access to episodes, access to the monthly hangout where you'll be able to chat with the cast, and even input on Riffs and Rules topics. Find us on social media, on Twitter, at Riftwake Podcast, on Facebook as Riftwake, on Reddit, on the subreddit, r slash Riftwake Podcast, and you can send us an email, riftwakepodcast at gmail.com. And that's it for today. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.